Hello and welcome everyone. Hi and welcome. Welcome back. Yeah. Episode 9. Dude, last week I didn't tell you I was editing. Let me take these off. <laughs> yes, last week I was editing and we I cut it out, but we had said. Hello and welcome. Episode 7 and it was episode 8. We're always a week behind. Dude. Is it episode 9 today? I think, yes, it is 9. Do I, should I make sure? No, it is 9. I'm sure. Welcome to episode nine. Welcome to episode nine. So today we're having some chilled vibes. The first time we're filming at night. Yes, we're filming at nighttime right now. It's a different vibe. But We've already so had cool. a full day. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> um, I'm not sure if you guys have come across this. If I, I'm sure if you're into like social experiments, you've definitely yeah. seen this. If you watch any of those YouTube channels, like I think it's called Vice and then those ones that do like um they do all these videos like mm. christians versus oh common ground mm. yeah those videos then if you, you watch that then this. i'm sure you know yeah or you know about it um it's 36 questions that two strangers can ask each other to fall in love or more accurately develop closer feelings but you don't have to do it as strangers exclusively and it's actually a very nice exercise we did it in our degrees um, in the first year to just get to know each other better and like feel more comfortable and stuff not us specifically not just to get to know each other can I tell the whole story yeah it was so cool because we did it obviously we're in first year we don't know anyone but we we're gonna spend the next three or more years together with these people so our lecturers were like finding ways of getting us to like be a close-knit mm. group right so this was literally the first thing that we did in acting class um so they like literally paired us up in random pairs and then we did the 36 questions and then by the end of the week when you've worked through all the questions with your partner then you have to act as them mm. you write like a little monologue and then you act as each other so i think that was really cool yeah it was cool because it made sure that you listened and used those parts yeah um so yeah we thought you know some of you know us personally but not all of you do or even if you do you haven't seen us in a very long time and you don't really know who we are anymore right. So we thought answering some of these questions, definitely not all 36, because can take a while. It's going to take hours. Um, yeah. So to answer some of these questions and then maybe our viewers can get to know us better. And also, yeah. if you feel inclined to answer any question, please comment. Please send us a message, whatever you feel the need to do. Um, it'll also be cool to get to know you guys a bit better. It's also going to be interesting doing this again, like four years later. Seeing how it changes. Seeing how it changes, because I'm sure we're going to remember like some of the answers that we gave at first and I'll be like, whoa. We're different people, yeah. Yeah. I think we're just going to read through some of them and the ones that speak to us will we'll we'll go include. for. Yeah. Okay, so there are some rules. There's like five rules, but I'm not going to read those. Like if you're interested in doing the full set of questions with someone for real, then read the rules. We don't care about the rules. Yeah, we're just <laughs> going to ask each other questions. Cool. Um, I'm just going to start with this icebreaker. Before you make a telephone call, do you rehearse what you say and why? All the time. All the time. And why? Well, anxiety, dude. Like, yeah. how am I supposed to know what to say? I rehearse what I say before most telephone calls well not to friends like i won't rehearse what i'm gonna say to you or to like marius no sometimes i do i guess it depends what the topic is it depends if it's like 
I, you know, when I do it a lot, if it's something that happened, something funny that happened, like whatever, then I'm like, I need to remember every detail of the story. Then I like work through no. it. And then I'm like, okay, but what's the best way of telling it? So it's funny. Cause sometimes I tell people something and I and think it's, it's not so funny. funny and they're like, <laughs> no, but also I think that's just our humor because like you yeah. tell me stuff and I think it's so funny. And then Mars doesn't think it's and funny. like, what the fuck? I think it's a Taurus Scorpio thing because Didi and I talk about this a lot like her and I will laugh at stupid random things and everyone's like what are you talking about (laughs) yeah that happens so so many times like or I will tell a story to Marius and he will be like okay and then I tell you and you're like that's so funny and I'm like yeah "Yeah, this is the reaction I want exactly dude so yeah I actually have a story that I was practicing this is what I wanted to tell you earlier (laughs) and I forgot okay side notes (laughs) but (laughs) When I went to get, um, I went to the pharmacy this week to get those eye drops. So now my name is always an issue. Oh, when I have to got many, many names, especially at the pharmacy. Cause now, oh, and at this game, especially because now the one lady made my profile, Nicole Somoza. Then another lady made my profile, Nicole Medina. Then another lady made it, Oriana Somoza. Cause like, I thought you were different people. So she then, has two names and two surnames. And sometimes people pair them together or pair them together wrong ways or make it a combination of three of those. It's fucked. So now I go to the pharmacy and the lady goes, your surname? I'm like, okay. which one? Samoza, S-O-M-O-Z-A. She goes, S-O-N. I'm like, no, M. Now we're wearing masks. Mm, so. so you can't hear each I'm other. Like, and there's that weird screen. Yes. Yeah, so I'm like, N. She's like, M, N. Oh, okay, M. S-O-M-O-Z. Then she's like, hmm, you're not coming up. And I'm like, okay, I have a second surname. Maybe that one will come up. So then she goes, what is it? Then I go, Medina. M-E-D-I-N-A. And by the N again, she goes, M. I'm like, no, N. She goes, M. I'm like, N for nice. She goes, M for mice. <laughs> no, baby. <laughs> like, of all the, this is why I must rehearse things. Yeah. Of all the words. N for mice. N for nice. N for mice. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Yeah, that is why you must rehearse things. That's what I'll say. Like, if I'm going to go and, like, get something specific, I don't know, if it's, like, a business or, like, a straight, I'm trying to do this. Yeah. Like, this one thing. I have a goal with this thing. Right. Then I'll, like, rehearse what the goal is. So, like, if I go to a pharmacy or something, then, yeah. Or if I call a pharmacy. Or if I, like, call a delivery service for food. Yesterday I phoned and ordered us food. Yes. I'm like, okay, I need to order one of this, one of this, one of this mm. in this way. Make so it that I, Yeah, so that I can have it. It's like yeah. a rehearsal list. No, definitely. I think it's, yeah, and also just an anxiety thing. I think it's definitely an anxiety thing. big anxiety thing. (laughs) Okay, my question is, I love this one. Um, If you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Okay, it's a supernatural one. That's fine. (laughs) Um, This is something that I always wanted. Like, I always thought about it since I was Mm -hmm. like, the first time I remember actively thinking about it, I was like, I was grade four. <laughs> I don't know, I'm being dramatic. Yeah. Grade four. <clears throat> then I was thinking, my brother came to me with like some question about like, you could be a superhero, would you rather fly or be invisible? And then I was thinking about like, what's the coolest superpower that I think? Mm. And it's this. Being able to stop time for only yourself. That's so you a big pause one. everyone but yourself. And you can move and do stuff, mm. but only for an hour a day. Okay. So if you used your hour for the day, 
finish. Finish. Because then I feel like if it's if it's unlimited, it's you like too powerful. Like now you can start doing weird things. Yeah. You can be in Paris and then be in no. You can only stop it for an hour a day. And <clears throat> if you like develop the ability, you can do it when you touch other people's hands, pause it for them also. Mm. But you can't do fucked up things. Like you can't I don't know, rob a bank and fly away. I guess you can, but like I don't know, there must be limits to it. There must be limits to it. Dude Maybe this is a mental illness thing because <laughs> can I tell you when mental illness mental illness in it. Whenever people ask like what superpower would you want, I always say that. Well I used to I don't know, I don't say that anymore, but I always used to say like I would love to just pause time. And I think it's a thing of like perfectionism and wanting to do everything at once. Because that's the way I would think about it. Like especially in school, because we always ask these questions in school for some reason. What superpower do you want? Then I would be like, I just want to stop time. I want to finish all my homework and then I want to write five poems and paint three no. paintings and then come back and it's the school day and then I can, you know, like... I think for me it's like an overwhelmed thing. Like, if mm. I'm super overwhelmed in a moment, I can just stop everything. Stop the world. I can just stop everything and just take a breath. No, for me it was a... I am... I have too many tasks to do, too many things at the same time and I need to get them all done. Mm. Also, being in two places at once. That was always my thing. Like, I Oh, no. Mm. But I did for a while want to be able to be other people. So, be able to jump my consciousness into you. Mm-mm. <laughs> but I don't, I don't have your consciousness. No, yeah, it's you, just in a different in body. body. It's a Freaky Friday situation. But be able to control it. But also, I didn't have... Like, I did have the perfectionist thing, just not in the way that you did. Like, I used to say, I think sleep is a waste of time. Because in the time that I'm sleeping, yeah. I could be doing other things. And then I developed insomnia and realized why sleep is very important. <laughs> very much important. And why I wouldn't want to not be able to sleep. Yeah. No, dude, I also used to say that, like, sleep is so useless and mm. eating is so useless. Like, you're eating because it takes time. Yeah. You're, and to decide what you want and then to make the thing. Yeah. And, and that like, must happen, like, three times a day. No ways. Like, now I appreciate those things so much. Yeah, because, like, food is, like, a love language. <laughs> <laughs> it is like a <laughs> from the Taurus. <laughs> You're like, I hate the stereotypes of Taurus. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I do. No, I hate the one that we're always sleeping because I'm not. Oh yeah. But like food I get. But it's not like I'm always eating. It's just like I appreciate food very much. Right. So like I think about places through food. Like I think if I if I'm like traveling to Amsterdam, I need to find like a, a cafe with like but okay. <laughs> Hang on, this is the thing that like scares me about it because i'm a person who gets very fixated on food so like if i find whatever a meal that i really like i will eat the same meal for for weeks weeks. and if i can like chiapas i ate for months and i still when i go that side i'm like i need chiapas yes that's but a problem. I'm, yeah, I'm so scared that, like, imagine I go to Amsterdam in December. I find the perfect cafe with the perfect whatever. And now I come back and that's all I want to eat. And, and I don't want here. anything else. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. I get so fixated on that food that, like, every other food is disgusting to me. I cannot eat it. Yeah. So, like, now if I get, like, fixated on my croissants or something, can't have it. Or, like, the OG strip waffles. <gasps> A strip. <laughs> <laughs> then it's finished, dude. It's over. What must happen? I will be here crying. No, it is a problem. I remember when I had um, 
during COVID, I almost had like a personal trainer that would mm-hmm. speak to me on the phone and stuff. And she would, so I would log my, it was very intense. <laughs> so yeah, elite. I would log all my food and like weigh everything. I was like very intense about it. It was just before my wedding. No, that's so crazy. Um, I've never done that. Dude, it was so cool. It was such a cool experience. And I learned, because uh, she's a nutritionist. Like, oh, you learned a lot about nutrition. I learned so much about nutrition with her. And that would happen, obviously. Like, I found something that was, like, good with macros. Like, it had the perfect amount of protein, carbs, mm-hmm. and fats. And I was like, this is amazing. And then I would chow that thing. Like, that let's say, meal. I don't know. It's like a special peanut butter sandwich. Then I would eat that for a week. And she's like, let's try to incorporate a variety of foods. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I cannot, Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> I love peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, and it's perfect <laughs> for me. So I eat it. Dude, it's such a problem. Yeah. That happens to me so much. Like... <clears throat> with that willy salad i wonder do you think it's like an evolutionary thing though no <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like trying to make it deep <laughs> i think it's like an anxiety thing or something where like your your body knows that that food is like comforting and perfect and you don't need to stress about it being different it's or mental illness it's it? mental illness i don't think always it's... I don't think it's evolutionary. Mm. I don't think we're smart or clever for that trait. It <laughs> literally prohibits us from living life. No, it could be evolutionary though. Because imagine you're so. like a hunter-gatherer and you're tra- or a nomad or whatever and you're traveling <laughs> and now <laughs> you enter... You did not just bring hunter-gatherer into this conversation. Okay? We have become the alpha male podcast now. <laughs> yeah. Hunter-gatherer. We are hunter-gatherers. Okay, babe. Imagine. What? Now you come into a... You move because now it's winter, so you're moving into a warmer climate. And then you only have kudus to eat, dude. So you chow the kudus for five weeks until you move again. Yeah, but girly, do you know how many different foods they made with one kudu? It wasn't one taste. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> if anyone is informed on the hunter-gatherer system. <laughs> Should we find Marius? No, please explain. We will sit here for two hours. Two hours explaining to us. Okay, the hunters used to do that. Next question. No, girlie. We're talking too much. (laughs) If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you're living right now and why? Like, do I know the day or just in a year? The day is exactly a year from now. Precisely a year from today, you will be dead. Mm. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm caught between like just carry on living my life or just literally dropping everything and fucking off. And I don't think I could carry on living my life. I don't think I could. Because it's useless. But mm. I don't think I could, like, wake up in the morning and do everything the same and know that, like, I only have this many days left. And here I am in the kitchen making the same oats I've had for (laughs) two weeks. I don't know if I could do that. Right. But the thing is, like... Okay, now I obviously... Okay, we're not established in our careers, right? We don't have Mm. lifelong wealth at the moment. So, like... Yes, I can quit my job and like do whatever I want, but then at the same time, I only have it now I'm six months down the line, I still only have two hundred in my bank account. Like Yo, but now think what about am I gonna it. do? No, but think about it. You you are you only have one year left to live. You can sell everything you own and go somewhere. Right. 
if I sell everything that I've accumulated, like I'm not wealthy, but if I sell everything I have, like I can make a pretty penny. A pretty penny? No, I could make enough money to like at least fly somewhere. Like I could fly to Hawaii, chill in some fucking beach hut for the year and have the time of my life. Yeah, I guess. This is my other thing. Go like, get a waitressing job there and like live. Yeah. This is my other thing because like now I'm like I don't usually like traveling, but what would else? You travel? What else would you do? Well, you don't have to travel. You can be in your house and be comfortable. But I feel like I would. I would hate to be in my house knowing that I'm gonna die in three yeah. weeks. But I would be obsessing over spending time with people and making memories with them. Mm. Like I know that. The people that I like, love and care about, I would literally be obsessing over it. Because even if I believe that I will, whatever, be reincarnated or live in some DMT realm or whatever, I always, I'm never going to have the same perspective that I have now. So I'm always going to be looking at it from a different way. Right. So like only now in this form can I experience time with the people that I love in the way that I can. Yeah, I also think, like, I'm usually a very... Like, I need my space kind of person. Mm. But I do agree with that. I would be like... I feel like I wouldn't want to spend a day alone then. No, I would be like br- having brunch with my friends, coffee mm. with my friends, going hiking with them in the mountains, like, doing crazy stuff. That I think that's The stuff I that I would now say, like, I won't... Like, I, I've always wanted a lot of tattoos, but I'm, like, kind of scared of getting a lot of tattoos. So I've made this deal with myself that if I'm 27, I can get tattoos. Like, all the tattoos I want. Every idea I have. But, like, if I'm dying in a year, I'm getting tattooed. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. All the things that you have been, like, pushing away for whatever reason. But it's interesting to think about it, like... Yeah, I don't think I would want to be those people that are like, I'm just going to pack up and go travel the world, because what the fuck? Mm, But I definitely would want to travel for a part of it, at least. Or, like, go somewhere. Yeah, if I can, I would love to. But to travel to visit my family, I think. Mm. Because I don't see them. Like, the cousins that, like, I love and I haven't seen in years. Mm. I would want to see them. Well, I would really want to see my cousin also. Yeah. Wow. That would be, like... But that's the thing. They're part, like, the end part of this question is why. And it's because it's going to make you think about, like, if I'm going to do those things, if I know for a fact I'm going to die in a year, then why wouldn't I do them when there's still a chance right that I now. might die tomorrow? Yeah, you don't know. Exactly. So why aren't you living your life in that way right now? But, like, it's just difficult to see, isn't it? Like, Mm. being a human, like, it's just difficult to see. It's just difficult to make the decision that, like, okay, cool, I'm going to do it now. But, like, if I live for five more years, I'm going to regret it because I'm going to say, oh, I should have really waited until I'm 27. Because it's not like I regret anything in my life. Sorry. Sorry. I'm so uncomfortable. (laughs) It's all right. Make yourself comfy. Okay. Yes. It's not like I regret anything in my life, but there are definitely things that I think like I I'm very calculated when I do things yeah I'm the thing is you get stuck in routines true but I also am calculated in the sense that I say okay at 18 I'm gonna do this Uh, at 21 I'm gonna do this like a five-year plan 10-year plan Mm. and it's weird things like it's not big things in my life it's little things but it's those things that like I look back and I'm like I'm so happy that I waited until I was right to do it because if I had done it earlier, I think I would have regretted, not regretted, but like not liked the experience of it as much. Been, yeah, the proper experience. But like, I, I, thank God I waited. So like, mm. I don't want to rush myself to do these things because I'm like, 
well, I could die tomorrow. Dude, that's crazy that you do that because I I think all like my all my decisions are like I want to do it now. Yesterday, I want to. You're you're very. I'm never someone that will like be like again okay, no, in five years. I'll I'll start that or I'll think of doing that. No ways. No, I'm very much like that. And also, there are things that I do very spontaneously, but they're mm. more like decisions that are permanent experiences like once you've had that experience you can't go back in my mind mm-hmm. those are the things that i plan other things i don't so like getting a belly ring i literally decided i'm gonna get it now and i got it in 10 minutes and i've never once regretted it i literally can't imagine my body without it yeah. i love it but and like doing like random stuff like i'm gonna go to drive it to a friend right now like stuff like that i'm i'm very spontaneous about but stuff that impacts my life or stuff that i think is gonna have a fundamental change in my mindset mm. i plan i don't know why this is like reminding me of this thing i don't know where i read it or saw it or what but there's like a saying or whatever that's like in western cult the west is like trying to convince you that you need a purpose like this life you need to make a purpose for yourself in this mm. life. But okay, actually, the purpose of life is just to live. Yo, I truly believe that. Yo, dude. And that's so true. Because why do we have to try rationalize everything and, like, make everything a thing and, like, categorize things and all of this stuff? I, I believe, like, I don't want to say I don't believe in a purpose, but I don't believe you can manipulate it. Like, I don't believe it's your choice to work towards it or whatever. Mm. I believe, like, it's a karmic thing. Mm. like a cosmic thing that was decided long before you were here if decided mm. by yourself like by your spirit in the astral realm soul contracts to you. yeah like that and then you came here and now you have no control over it whether you know what it is or think you know what it is or think it's something you can't control it so like i don't think there's a purpose in that right but i think the fundamental purpose of being here is experiencing life as a human yeah and making the most of it and like yeah. to me that's doing crazy things but i don't think because I think that's the ultimate human experience you have to No, yeah, exactly. I just have to do what I think. If I think about, like, a human life, what would be, like, the coolest thing that that human could achieve and, like, do? Mm. That's, that's, like... Yeah, dude. The, the, just the thought of, like, our purpose is just to live, right? Mm. That has been, like, such a, like, prominent thought in my mind, like, lately, especially because... A lot of the things that, like, and we've spoken about this before, right? Mm-hmm. I think in the first episode when I said that, like, I always try to put myself in, like, like, try to identify what are the things I like? What are my pet peeves? Oh, what yeah. are, what, you know, mm. all of, where, you try what to are my opinions? Yeah, I try to classify myself into boxes so that I know who I am. So when people ask me, I'm like, I haven't this person. But then... So then things that I've already formed, like opinions of what I th- who I think I am and the things mm. I think I believe. Like I always used to say I hate formalities and I hate things mm. like that. But then I love like fucking Bridgerton and I'm like, mm. I wish I could live in that society. Mm. Then I think about it and I'm like, I actually like formalities. But this is all the formalities that I've been saying I hate, mm. but I actually love them, you know. Mm. So I've just been like, yeah, and that's a, a human experience, right? Mm. Like, it's just something we can yeah. enjoy. That's exactly what I said. Also, two things I want to bring up. First episode. Like, that's exactly what I said when I was, like, my motto is just to experience things. Like, just mm-hmm. experience everything that you can. And I will think about it so much, like, mm-hmm. in my decision-making and stuff. Like, Morris wants to go to Daisy's this year. And, like, sometimes I think about it and I'm like, oh, what a mission to, like, 
go to like <laughs> this weird like small little town and stay in a tent and ugh. yeah but then I'm like what an experience as a human like right. what a cool experience should that be to like connect with other humans in that way and I was, I'm like yeah I have to do it like mm-hmm. that's the experience I can't leave period period I want to say story. yes something that I recently remembered mm-hmm. this is another <laughs> thing. I recently remembered <laughs> When people ask me questions that I don't have a definite answer to, they kind of stick with me until I find a, not, a good enough answer yes, for them. Like, they like replay in my mind. And I never come up with an answer right away. It stays for like months. And the one thing that's like stayed with me is you asking me what's what's the quote that I live by? Or like a quote that's meant uh, enough, a, <laughs> like a lot to me. And this is it. <laughs> you found your answer. I found it. Yes. It's when people tell you who they are, believe them. I met a guy recently who told me, one of the things he said to me is, no, I'm just a pig sometimes. I'm just a pig in relationships. But I thought he was a really nice guy. Mm. And then I soon discovered that he wasn't. And I was like, when someone tells you who they are, believe them. He was right. He wasn't wrong. And I can't blame him for that because he was right. Yeah. That's true, dude. Because a lot of the time, people, the things that they'll say about themselves, like if I'm telling you. It's very revealing. It's revealing, dude. And like, because you live with yourself and, you know, you just say it like, yeah, that's just how I am. Mm. I think it's important to like ask people questions, obviously, when they say Mm. like I say that, when they say something like that, like, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Because they can view themselves as whatever, but they can view themselves through like a critical lens or whatever. So that doesn't mean they're a bad person or whatever. But I think it's important to say, why do you believe that? And listen to that explanation. And if that doesn't align with your with your moral values and your view, then you know. Yeah, Believe exactly. Me. And people like to talk about themselves. And it's very revealing, like you said. Yeah, so ask them questions. Especially when you first meet someone. Okay, I like this one. But I need to think of an answer for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'll ask you so long so you can think. Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. I don't know. Because I've been wanting to talk about, like, the concept of embarrassment for so long. It's my least favorite emotion. Why? It's my least favorite emotion. I don't know. I should do shadow work because I don't know how to sit with it. I don't know what to do with it. What is an embarrassing moment? My problem is... Well, not problem. (laughs) I used to, I think, be... Sorry. (laughs) I used to be, like, very scared of being embarrassed. And I think it's an anxiety thing, mm. right? Mental illness in it. Um, and then I just got over it. Like, it's fine. It's a human experience. It's whatever. But now my problem is when people ask me, what's your most embarrassing story? I forget. I'm like, I don't know. No, I also forget. Because <laughs> kind of like you bury the memory. You don't want to think about it. Yeah. Like, now I can think about things that are embarrassing to me now. I'm like, oh, it's so embarrassing when I was in school. But, like, when I was there, it wasn't embarrassing. Yeah. I've just been wanting to talk about embarrassment because it is a weird... It's a weird concept. Concept and emotion. But I should also say that things that used to embarrass me, I can't think about now because they don't embarrass me anymore. Like yes, moments that I would used to be embarrassed in, I'm like, I'm not embarrassed. Yeah, now you think like, back and you're like, it's fine. Yeah, I think like... <clears throat> I've... Like I've spoken about how much my mindset has changed from moving to a small town to moving here. But I also haven't spoken about like how much my viewpoint changed Mm. as like myself and what I used to look at as weird or embarrassing or 
something to be ashamed of or whatever i now look at as like i look at it with acceptance i'm like mm. yeah this is just part of being me this is just part of being a human so i'm not very embarrassed of it yeah i'm not embarrassed of a lot of things anymore me neither like people will do things and be like that's so embarrassing but i'll be like it's not it's the same as can i tell you once i was chilling with a friend <clears throat> and then they were obsessed with the concept of something being awkward mm. and they would always be like oh my god so awkward oh my god awkward you just said that that's awkward and yeah. then i like one one day just told them like you know things aren't awkward until you make them awkward yeah and that shook them and i know that till this day they still think about it and i'm like think about it babe <laughs> like i'm not very embarrassed of a lot of things anymore like i can do things that so one thing that i can think of off the top of my head is i was greeting a girl the other day but my glasses were on my head and i was taking my handbag off and it hit my glasses my glasses fell down over my eyes and then I just picked them up and put them back on my head and kept talking to her. And then afterwards, my friend was like, oh, that was so embarrassing. I'm like, I've never, I didn't even give it another thought. Mm. Like, yeah, glasses full. You pick them up, you talk full. Yeah. Like, it's not a thing. It's not embarrassing anymore. Like, that's the thing. Like, I think a lot of the time we're almost conditioned to, like, think small things like that are a huge deal. Mm. And, like, it's so embarrassing. And you must always be put together and always be prim and proper. And, like, no. Like, it's, I, like, I don't care. But comes- if I was in school, I would have cared, probably. Hmm. I have like I something I want to say. I have like half a thought. I need to finish processing it. What I'm saying is, I feel like things that I do, like if it's something that I'm just clumsy, mm. that's not embarrassing. To no. Me. But if it's something that's out of my control, that happens. That's when it feels embarrassing. I guess. But... Like the one time, you know what happened once? <laughs> <laughs> I was in school. <laughs> Just the fact that you're laughing about telling the story is telling me it's gonna be good. <laughs> no, because what the fuck actually? <laughs> I had this friend, right? Who is like really cute, and I was like kind of into him. Anyways, so now <laughs> I used to get to school very early. Like, mm. I would cry if I'm not half an hour early for school. Anyways, so now I got there early, and that day he was also early. Then he texted me, he's like, Hey, I'm upstairs, come like chat and I was like okay I'm gonna go talk to this person now I'm walking up the stairs but I'm rushing (laughs) and then my foot hits the top of the stair (laughs) and then sequentially my next foot hits the top of the next step and I just this is halfway on the staircase I just keep hitting the top of the thing and I'm like he's on point (laughs) I get to the top and now my last foot the the steps have like a little lip so now my shoe gets stuck under the lip and i literally just collapse and i'm like my both my hands are on the floor i'm like looking up like good morning <laughs> so that's embarrassing that's sure. embarrassing yeah, because that's it's embarrassing. out of my control like, but that's like that's, that's what i'm saying like it's embarrassing but like it's funny embarrassing like you're not yeah. looking back at it and you're ashamed you know what the thing is i think it's you must be able to um laugh at yourself I think, but I also think like sometimes stupid things make us embar- make us embarrassed. And like, okay, here's what I think: embarrassment can be embarrassment with like a little bit of humiliation, and then afterwards funny, or it can be embarrassment with an undertone of being ashamed. And I think when it has shame as an undertone is when it's when I hate it. Yeah, because it's almost like 
it's like when you were in school and you were taught like so much shame about your period or whatever and now someone saw like a period product that you had and that would made you made you feel like so embarrassed it's like feeling less than like, yeah but like i hate that feeling because like i'm like shame most of the time if you think about shame it's like it's not it doesn't really have a good foundation like yeah shame around periods is not really necessary it's why is it there but if you're taught it and you're living in it, like you can't escape it. That's easily. the thing. I think that's why a lot of things are not embarrassing to us anymore because we've gotten over that we've stage stigmatized of, it. of shame. Like, I'm not ashamed of who I am, of what I experience. No. But here is something that I just thought of that was embarrassing. But like in the moment, <laughs> but it's funny. Yes. I was talking to a client. And I wanted to say something. I wanted to say like, um, good luck and all right. And I said, good right. <laughs> The last thing that I said to him and I walked away and I was like what did I just say to this man and I know he was confused I know he was like what did this girl just say to me Dude, like the time no one will beat my mom when she phoned one of my friends and it was her birthday oh, yeah. <laughs> no it wasn't her she would phone my friend for, for some random for Christmas <laughs> then she, the girl goes Merry Christmas, Auntie Nelly, and my mom goes, thanks, happy birthday to you and your family. <laughs> the story cracks me up because I can just... <laughs> I can hear you, your mom <laughs> And your mom is so funny, dude. I can't. <laughs> happy birthday to you and your family. Oh, my God. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Oh, God. Yeah. That, I think, is so funny. Yes. That's, like, embarrassing, but it's so funny. But it's so funny. That's what I mean. Like, when it it has fun, it's uh, on its own. That's the thing. But something (laughs) that I can say about embarrassment (laughs) is sometimes I think other people should be more embarrassed. (laughs) Some people are not embarrassed enough. (laughs) Especially men, dude. I get embarrassed. Dude, this is something that's very rude and I'm sorry, but (laughs) men that get angry and are animated about it is so funny to me and so embarrassing. Yes. If a man is like, I'm so angry. Oh, oh, I I can't. Now they must punch a wall, now they must slouch and like, or if they're like (laughs) walking all angry like to me it just looks like you're trying to act like a cartoon and i think it's yeah. so embarrassing it's ridiculous it's funny it's really funny and yeah. i agree with that so sometimes i think men especially should be more embarrassed of things that they do but that's we said we said. <laughs> okay cool uh okay this is also another reason if you're gonna do these questions with someone you don't know that you fall in love with them because they ask you things like halfway through they'll say share something with your partner that you already like about them mm. and it's like kind of boosting the other person's ego like oh this new person that i just met loves me in this way yes it's and like a human trait too yes it's like yeah they're like, like validation yes and after one after one of those questions it goes um say three we statements like we're both in this room we're both whatever mm, so, so it makes like, us feel connected yes it's it's very psychological. Yeah. Very manipulative, but like bit. in a nice way. In a nice way. <laughs> if you're a person who likes falling in love, I personally like falling in love with everything. Mm. I got to fall in love with someone or something like once a week. 
So if you're a yes. person who likes doing that, like go with a friend that you don't really know so well yet or something. Yeah. Go ask them questions. <clears throat> okay. Okay. <clears throat> this one is deep, but not that deep. Like I think we can talk about it without making it deep. Do you have a hunch about how you will die? Mm, no. I don't. You have no thought. Brain empty. <laughs> no wingers. <laughs> no thoughts. I don't like thinking about it. Like, still. Hey? Death is still a, is it still like, you know, one time we talked about it. Yeah, we spoke about, like, I, a few years ago, hated the thought of death. <laughs> and I would never talk about it. And so it was so scary to me. I've made peace with it. Like, I'm fine with it. I am whatever, mm. but I don't want to ponder about like how it would go. I think you know what happened. <laughs> we said we're not gonna get deep. Well, it's not deep. Whatever. Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> um, in twenty twenty, I went through a hectic depressive episode, and mm. then that's when I came to terms with death because I was like, you know what? I could be cause the cause of my own death literally any day mm. now. Like it is what it is. So having those thoughts like so regularly in my mind mm. just made it like it's fine it's natural it's part of life like it is what it is but i don't have a hunch of like i think mm. this might happen it sounds very wrong or like depressing when it's said but i think like i think some people can understand what i'm saying without taking it as like a warning sign that like at some point in your life between i would say like being a teenager and somewhere in adulthood there's a point where, where death becomes less scary and ominous and more welcoming. Yeah. And it's like, it's a good point to be at. Like, I was also very scared of death. And I used to always think that I was going to die in a car accident. Like, I was just so convinced mm. that one day I would drive. And, like, it would give me extreme anxiety on the road. Because I would be driving and just thinking, like, I'm just going to get into a car crash now. Mm. And I'm just going to die. And I would, like, see... I'd be, like, driving on a quiet road and see, like, oh, someone's going to smash into me now. I'm going to lose control of my car. I'm going to crash into this thing or whatever. Yeah. And it's lessened. It's still there sometimes. Oh, the one time, I told you about this. Mm -hmm. I was on the highway driving in, like, really, like, peak traffic. Like, bumper to bumper traffic. And I was in the fast lane going 120, but we're very close to each other. Like, the car behind me is also going 120, but we're close. We're all mm -hmm. very close to each other. And I can't swerve into this lane. And I'm like... I got like an intrusive thought thing, like pull the steering wheel. Mm. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then the person in front of me pulled their steering wheel. Oh yeah. Massive crash. And I had to like swerve. Luckily the people that were next to me, the one guy drove faster so I could like go over and the bumper of the car went like, as I crossed lanes, it went like right underneath my car in the middle. It was like an insane moment. And like in that moment, I just realized it doesn't matter if I think crash is going to happen in this way or whatever, because in the moment, like, there's no thought in your brain that's like, and now you're going to swerve because that's what your no, brain said. Like, you're just, just instinct. Yeah, it's just reaction. So, yeah. like, just reflect. Yeah. Ref what is it called? Reflexes. Reflexes, yes. <laughs> just reflect. Go <laughs> journal about it. It's like <laughs> my life flashing before my eyes. Oh, I'm just reflecting. <laughs> just can this moment hold on quickly? Mm -hmm. I need yeah. to just think. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think, like, Dude, know. those intrusive thoughts are so fucked. So and annoying. Luckily, I don't get them as much anymore. But they do come a lot, especially when you're driving. And especially mm. at night for me. Like, whenever I'm driving home from work. Yo. I'm, like, literally just, like, focus on the road, mm. focus on the road. Then I'm, like... Then you're focusing on focusing. 
team. Why does that happen so many times? Literally, or there'll be a truck coming and I'm like, let's go. I'm like, don't go. Dude, when I drive long roads, this happens so many times, especially when I drive back home to Clarkson because there's like a lot of trucks on that road. Yeah. And like for kilometers and kilometers, it's single lanes. So like, then I always think like, what if I just swerve? Then, or what if I just lose control? Then like what? (laughs) Or... I had a cousin who... <laughs> then what? <laughs> <laughs> and it's over. Oh, <laughs> then what's gonna happen? It's my anticipation again. Yeah. <laughs> Anticipating the moment. Yeah. No, dude. No, it's... But also, fuck. I'm scared. I'm scared that one day I'm, like, deep in thought in my brain's like, what if you just swerve? And, like, in thought, I just do it. And I'm like, I don't mean to do no, that. No, you won't. Intrusive thoughts are not real, dude. Is that Alfie? I don't know. No, it's anxiety, dude. Yeah. It is. It's mental illness. But I heard about this, actually. Can I say it? Yes. Because apparently it's a thing that um, gets heightened when people have babies, when people have kids. Then when they have, like, a newborn, a lot of people have, like, weird intrusive thoughts about it. Like, what if I drop my baby? What if I accidentally kill my baby? Whatever. And, like, I only recently found out that that's like a normal thing and like a thing that happens and that people judge themselves very harshly for because Mm. obviously you don't want to go and admit that you you've your brain has told you like you might kill your baby but actually it's a natural process because what your brain is doing is imagining the worst of the worst of the worst and you allowing the thoughts and saying "Mm." okay and then what then my baby's dead then i have to Call the ambulance, call the police. Trying to get a, a game plan. Like, basically. Like, well, not even a game plan. Like, play out the realistic scenario. Or play out the realistic When you play game. out the scenario to yourself, then it, your brain can, like, file it away. But if you keep, like, pushing the intrusive thought out, your brain can't actually process, process it and file it and put it somewhere. So it's going to keep coming up. Mm. So when you're like, what if I swerve right now and I just go into the truck? You're like, okay, and then what then? Then the truck driver is going to go to jail or get a case of manslaughter against him. I'm probably going to be dead. My parents are going to be crying. My How are they going to find my car? Like, just mm. play out the scenario. Yeah. It's the same with intrusive thoughts that are, like, not something that you control, but, like, I don't know. Now they're going to break into my house or someone mm. is in my house or whatever. That's when I, I'm saying, like, you think of a game plan. Oh, you yeah. think, okay, if someone is here, then my the what I'm going to do is I'm going to climb out the window. I'm going to go I'm going to press the money button. I'm going to phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's when you need, a, like, a game plan for it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What is the question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a hunch about if you, how you're going to die. Yeah, dude, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't know, and I don't care, to be honest. Like, Is there a way that you would prefer? Like, if you could pick right now. You're going to die at some point. You don't know when. Is there a way that you prefer to die? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't want to say like peacefully in my sleep because now then every time I go to sleep, I'm like, is today the day? <laughs> well, it's not going to happen, babe. Like the universe isn't here. Like, okay, She's add like, it to the list. Making notes. No, I don't know. I don't have a preference. <laughs> I think I would want to die. Like, peacefully, but not be aware, or if I'm aware, not too long in advance. Like, I don't want to stretch out the moment, because <laughs> here's here's why. When I had my wisdom teeth removed, <laughs> I was there in the theater. They put the anesthesia on me, and I was waiting <laughs> for the moment that I was going to fall asleep, because I was anxious about falling asleep. 
And then I'm like, <clears throat> they're like, okay, it's gonna happen now. So I'm like, okay, um, bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that was me. I was like, literally said, okay, bye. Nothing's happening. Um, don't hurt me too much. <laughs> and then I remember like closing my eyes and like, like and you're like sleep. It's now. almost yeah, it's almost like you're willing it to happen. Okay, anesthesia come <laughs> Like I don't want that to be death. I don't yes. want to like goodbye, my love. Yeah, you're like, okay, I can feel it. Let's go. (laughs) I just want it to be like fast. But I would like for it to happen after I have just had a really nice day. Like a day with like my friends that I really enjoyed and I was like laughing with everyone and we did like a really fun activity, whether that's like whatever, a hike or like a brunch or anything. We were like we were all together, it was like really fun, it was just good vibes, it was like filled with like laughter and like by the end of it you were like so tired and can't wait to go home or whatever. And then if I die in like a car crash then or like in my sleep or whatever it is, like I'm fine with it. Yeah, you didn't have a crappy day. Now you're dead. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Give me a break. Yeah. yeah, I see that. That's fine. But also that's like dying on a high note. So like, <laughs> I don't know if that's just like. I don't know, dude. This is why like death is just so weird. Like, I don't want to think about it too much. Like, I'm okay with it, but I'm just like, meh. You don't why want to why must I fixate on it? Like, I have so many other things to think about. And it's something yeah. I can't really control necessarily. So. Yeah. That's like a big thing that I've now I live my life by a lot. Like if you can't control it, like it's literally not my problem. Like whatever. Let it be. But I I understand that. And I'm very calm about my own death. But other yeah. people's deaths freak me out a lot. Especially children or like babies, people who lose babies. Mm-hmm. It's not really especially with kids, it's not really about the person that's dead. It's about like the parents. The parents. Like, yeah. I grieve with grieving parents and Mm -hmm. i don't want kids so it's like fucked but like i it is so sad to me i don't know like the past let's say the past year any news that i've heard of someone passing away i'm just like oh okay cool because in my mind i'm just like and i hate this phrase but like it was their time like it is what it is yo that's the thing that i used to hate the most when people said to me when my dad died when people said like it is what it is or if people said um everything happens for a reason no, no, I understand those Ooh. phrases are so stupid and annoying, but like that's just my feelings on it. Like I'll never say that to someone. No, 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 yeah. But that's just how I feel about it. Like no, I'm not saying it's wrong. Like it is what it is. Yeah. But like that's I, what I'm saying. Like it's out of everyone's control. I so. feel like I take take so long to process it. When it's like an older person, I don't know. Like my dad was young. I guess he was like 49, but like he's older. But when it's like a young person that's like my age mm. or something, I don't know. I'm fine with death, but I'm like, oh, where they? hectic well they have to be now yeah i <laughs> like you know it's over it's really hectic yeah don't know let's end on something less yeah let's do one more <laughs> anyways because remember we're cutting out like hella silences and we're only on yeah. 54 five minutes yeah let me okay i'm gonna ask the question that i hate just because i want to hear your oh, your take on it now i don't know about that <laughs> um it's the dinner guest one who would you want as a dinner guest? It's, I feel, can we just talk about the question itself? Like, why do people ask this question? It's stupid, in my opinion. Second of all, I don't get it. <laughs> my issue with this question is people say stuff like, I would like to go to dinner with Elon Musk because he's going to teach me some things and I'm going to know how to invest or whatever afterwards. 
what gives you the idea that Elon Musk is going to sit opposite you and go, this is the person I want to give all my knowledge to? That, that's the thing. You just assume that... That that person's going to tell you something that you want to know. In that dinner party, they're at your will. Like, you tell them, you're going to talk to me about this and this and this, mm. and you're going to tell me exactly how you did it, and they're going to just comply. Like, now, imagine someone else says your name, and they say, oh, I'm going to have dinner with Jessica because Jessica is going to tell me whatever. No, I'm not. <laughs> you if i won't tell you like now here while i'm conscious i'm not gonna tell you when i'm your dinner guest because you forced yeah, me i think maybe we should look at it in the sense of like i would like to have this person as my dinner guest because they're just a cool person and someone like their presence will be so cool but who's so cool that you just want to eat with him <laughs> i don't know harry styles <laughs> personally i don't want to eat with harry styles i would love to eat with harry styles. can i tell you why it's because, oh, I know who, my, I think I might know who, but... Ariana Grande. Uh, no, but I think, like... <laughs> These are my people? <clears throat> no, yeah. But I wouldn't want to, because Marius has this thing that he says, and I actually think it's quite true. He yeah. says, like, these people that you think are so cool and whatever, right? They're cool until you meet them. Then they're no longer, like, this legendary, like, faraway thing that's, like, so cool and impenetrable. But that's the thing, like, I I get that. I get that, like, pe- because people idolize celebrities, mm. right? But for me, it's like, I want to be the, the human of this person. There's so many people that I feel that way about. You know what but I'm But it's saying? not people like Harry Styles or whatever. I don't know, there are people, like, I would have loved to have Mac, um, Mac Miller as, like, a... Yeah, Mac- Not because I think he's he could literally not say one word to me that whole time. Exactly. I think it's the coolest thing to just have him there. I like, just want to have he's his just friend. a cool guy. But that's how that's I someone that I would want to have as, like, a friend. I feel this way about people that I shouldn't. Like, people that you, you're not supposed to have relationships with. Like, like lecturers or, or clients. Mm. I'm like... Man, it would be so cool to just, like, be their friend. To talk to this person. Like, show up to their house and see what's in their fridge. It's not necessarily appropriate for me to be in their personal space. It definitely is not appropriate for me to be friends with my lecturer, but I'm like, man, I just want to be. Like, can you imagine one of your lecturers, you know exactly who I'm talking about, like, telling you about his day? Or, like, coming to you and, like, complaining. Like, this other fucking lecturer was just such a bitch. Like... (laughs) Tell me, babe. I want to hear your tea. Or like, yeah. some, like them coming to you saying, yo, this morning I had a shower and I had this epiphany. And like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Can you imagine having that relationship with them? Yeah, that would be great. So like, I don't know about dinner guests because I don't necessarily want to sit like, at like a dinner table with them. But like, if I could like go over to their house mm. and like have a, a chilled coffee with them that they made me at their house, that's something that I would want to do. Um, yeah, back to the stupid question. My other issue with it is when people are like, Nelson Mandela. And then what, babe? What? You're going to sit across Nelson Mandela and say, what to him? <laughs> Explain to me now what you're going to tell Nelson Mandela. You're a grade three art teacher. Like, what you're are you going to have in common with Nelson fucking Mandela, babe? Like, it's almost like you know that, like, <laughs> your dinner guest, Nelson Mandela is going to have a horrible time meeting you, but you just so bad you want to do it. Is there any question that you've w- wanted to ask me? Or that you've never asked me? Is there any one moment that you'd like to relive? Not change necessarily, just relive. Many. I think I would like to relive every show that we've performed. Mm. Or like opening night of like um, the show that we directed. 
Mm. I'd love to relive those days. I'd also love to relive the day I met Amir because I think it would be so funny. Yeah. And, like, interesting to see. Like, knowing now how things ended up, Mm. you know. And I'd also like to relive... There was one more. I forgot. Yeah. I would like to relive those memories that I'm, like, nostalgic about. Like, saying goodbye to my cousin. Mm. Or... The last day I was ever, like, happy in school. Or, because I don't even know what that day was. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to relive trips also, going to see my family. Or, yeah, like you said, like, opening nights. Like, I would like to relive moments in school that I was on stage because that was like the first time that I fell in love with drama and like I can't even remember what about those moments were actually like so special Mm. so like reliving them would be sick yeah but also random things like like I've said like I fall in love with everyone and like reliving those little moments just little moments it doesn't always have to be a big thing no it's the smallest things Mm. like there's this one memory I have of this girl that I no longer know And we were drinking coffee and the way she like picked up her coffee and the wind blew her hair and she smelled like so good in that moment. And it was just like a platonic like moment. I was like, she is so beautiful as like my friend. Like Mm. she's such a cool friend. Mm. And like. And this is such a cool moment. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of? And I thought about this last week and then I haven't started doing it, but I'm going to do it because this was the coolest thing that I've ever done in my life. I... I think it was like in grade nine or something, probably, when I first started experiencing mental illness. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Every day feels the same. Every year has gone by and I can't really remember. Oh, uh, when you like write down stuff. Good moments <clears throat> and like what the fuck happened, you know? Mm. So I would every single, not every single day, but let's say Most a few days. times a week, Anything that like just made me smile or like good times in a day, I would mm. literally just write and put it in a jar, and then at mm. the end of the year, I would go through them. You would read it, and then you like remember oh, these random moments. Dude, I love. That. I had a memory box in school that I like. It's such a cliche thing, but it's actually really cool. It's so cool. I would like put random stuff in there, like McDonald's slips mm. or tickets to a show or. I put 3D movie glasses in there yeah. and stuff. And I would, I did it for like a couple of years in this one box. And then when I go, like when I went back to the box, even now, I'm pretty sure if I go back to it, I would still like remember. You would remember the things that happened. And like, it's so freaking, <gasps> you know what I would relive mm. also. I had a friend in primary school and we were obsessed. She showed me Twilight and what it is and whatever. And oh. she borrowed me her books and stuff. I would like to relive us going we we went to the theater we snuck into the eclipse cinema <laughs> and we watched it twice we paid for one ticket but and then we snuck back in times. and we watched it twice i would love that day because it's just like i'm a teenager i'm a rebel yeah i can do what i want but know? there are also movies that i would like to rewatch for the first time ever mm-hmm. like mid summer mm-hmm. i would love to rewatch watch Midsommar for the first, for the time, first time ever with those emotions that you felt that first time yeah. And if I could go back and change something, I would go back to like just people that have fucked me up and I didn't do anything about it. <laughs> 
you know the one time back again with twilight so my friend borrowed me the twilight books and i was reading them but then i wanted my own copy and my mom went and she bought me the limited edition with the white cover and the red Mm. apple it was so pretty and i was reading it at school and i dropped the book and this guy that was in my class stepped on it and literally ripped it he was like this is such a stupid book and then he walked away and i was like you're joking yeah dude and i didn't think that happened in real life that's the first time i've ever been like bullied i guess and i was so shocked he literally stepped all over my book and i had to sellotape it back together you just so and in that moment i was so shook that i didn't know what to do like usually mm-hmm. and especially in primary school i was rough dude like i had physical fights with people but in this moment i was and he was a fucking skinny short boy i would have fucking killed him <laughs> so if i could go She's back like, i would have picked this ass it's been years but like that's something that stuck with me and i'm just like fuck this person and the thing is we were he mm-hmm. sat next to me in like a lot of my classes so i thought we were chilled so i don't know where that came from also it was also just teenage angst but yeah that doesn't defend his action against you yeah but <clears throat> i'd love to kick his ass yes, <laughs> yes. you've you've ignited a memory in me what and it's something that's embarrassing but it's not embarrassing mm. i think about it too and i'm like why don't i go back and i just <laughs> Okay, that's what yes. happened. I'm gonna say your name. Hey, for fish, this guy. Oh. That was so cool in my primary school. I was not cool in primary school. I was ugly. I was real fucking ugly. But that doesn't give him the right to do this. So this is what happened. I was at home chilling with my dad. My dad, one thing about that man is he loved ice cream. Like the one time, no, but like his side of the family loved ice cream. The one time we had Christmas at my grandparents and then my oma bought 10 liters of ice cream two tubs of five liters each we went to sleep the 23rd and woke up the next morning to two empty tubs of ice cream because my dad and my opa stayed up the whole night and ate all of the all ice cream of it. so like ice cream was a big thing cool we were at home the ice cream truck came by i was grade five maybe grade six and i wanted ice cream my dad wanted ice cream so i ran outside and i was just too late it had passed so we got in the car because we were going to go to the spa anyway, drove to the ice cream truck. I got out. I ran. I was like barefoot in a small town, ran up the cul-de-sac, got us two ice creams, got in the car, went to the spa. My dad sent me into the spa with the ice cream. It's a small town. I go into the spa and as I walk up, here's Henty in front of me. And turns out his house was in that cul-de-sac and he had left just at the same time that we had left. And he's inside the spa looking at me and going, how stupid of you to run behind an ice cream truck. You must be so childish. <gasps> Excuse me? And I still think about it because I just want to tell you that was a good moment in my life. That ice cream was great. And I'm so sorry that your childhood was robbed of you. That you felt you had to bring someone else down because they had a joyful moment in their life. I'm so sorry for you. I feel bad for you. That that tell happened. That's sad, dude, that he would say something like that. Yeah, and I'm still not cool with him. No. <laughs> like, I went to high school with him after that. I'm still not cool oh, with him. Oh, no. Fuck that. I'm not sure if he was in the same high school I was or he was in the same time, but, like, I remember, like, I was never cool with that guy. No ways. And I still sometimes see, like, people with, like, his surname, and I'm like... <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah, yeah dude, what the fuck? Because it was... Uh, I was happy up until that point, and then when he said that to me, I remember, like, I just immediately felt like sad like, and i was like now i don't want this ice cream anymore i'm having a perfectly fine day why did you have to ruin it yeah and it was like a good moment like my dad like mm-hmm. raced up to the ice cream truck so i could get out and buy us these ice creams and then i was like halfway through it and i remember like i felt so disgusted by it and it's all because of you so yeah 
When they figure out time travel, we're going to go back and kick these people back. <laughs> no, we're going to keep them. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us for another week. Let us know your embarrassing moments. <laughs> <laughs> or any other questions. Any other questions. Let us know if you enjoyed this vibe. Do you like it when we're more relaxed? Mm. Falling asleep. <laughs> and if you have questions for us, ask us so we yeah. can answer them so that you can get your answers. Yes, we're back here every week. Yes, see you next week. <laughs> see you next week. Namaste. Namaste.